Yeah. Hello, we on? <laughs> we on? The fuck? Yeah, my barber told me um, that he. So I got a new barber here on Lancashire. He's great. Gonna be a nicer guy. I love it. Marco, shout out to Marco. It's closer. But Marco was telling me that his mom is also a barber, and somebody reported his mother. And she had to like shut down her Ugh. her business because somebody had reported her. Ain't that some shit? That's was, how all of them are getting fined. That's how the majority of the stories that I hear are getting fined is because somebody reported them. It's some hate ass sucker. Narcs. I have no room in my crew for yeah, a narc. Yeah, fuck the police. <laughs> Snitches get. Y'all know what they get. Snitches. Kisses. I used to leave them in stitches. Now I leave their ass in ditches. Okay. You didn't even open up with hello, everybody. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Jock Talk Podcast with Ty and Cricket. Hey. How are you? How the hell are you? Hope you're doing well. Doing fabulous. I hope uh, life's treating you well. Hope uh, you ain't came down with a bad case of that Rona. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> Cricket did have Rona. She's I did. Okay. I'm not joking. About, calm down. I'm not joking yeah. about the serious aspects of it. Listen, okay. We gonna we gonna get these jokes off. Yeah. So if listen, got to find joy and laughter where I can. Cricket and I take pride in um, <laughs> joking about whatever. Pretty much. Well, I mean, we don't have any lines, and that's why we get along well. True. I don't. I don't like folks that I have lines oh, with. Yeah. You know. That's true. We're pretty open about that. Well, you can't that. say that. Uh, I feel like I, I understand boundaries better with you than most relationships in my life. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like other relationships, I'm like, I got to do this or no. Yeah. And they're different for everybody. That's good. They are different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Me and me, and, I keep talking about this and I want to get this edited and released. But Cole and I had a great conversation about race and dealing with race in our hometown. Mm. And some of the stories I think would be very shocking to a lot of people. Really? Yes. How old is Cole? He's your age? 27, about to be 28. Okay. When's his birthday? July. Yours is July? No, Victor's July. January 17th, right? Yeah. January 17th, yeah. Cole listens. Mm. Cole be listening. Shout out to Cole. The realist. He's he's always. I have only met him a few times, but I see him more in y'all's recordings, where he seems very curious. He, always curious. Yes, Cole's always learning, man. All right. Uh, We're in about episode Cole. forty-four, ladies and gentlemen, here at Jock Talk. The Obama episode. What's that? He was a 44th the forty-fourth president. president. Cricket. Sorry. Damn it! All right, current events are up first. I have no idea what you're talking about. I know Ooh. I'm going to give you the lowdown about. I'll start today. So I can just shove this off. Ah, uh, yeah, go ahead, man. All right, so you know that me, Jules, Jacob, Jazz, um, all of us met at 24-Hour Fitness in Hollywood off the corner of Sunset and Vine. Right, right, You know right. where that arc light is, all that? Yes. Oh, yeah, we've been we've there been, multiple Yeah, times. we've been to that movie theater a few times. I love that gym. I loved it. Uh, I would have thought you could catch a lot worse things than Corona from that place. It was disgusting. I'd imagine. It's hard keeping our gym clean. It was the homeless, like, people all over in downtown Hollywood would just sleep there, and it was 24 hours. So you would walk into certain corners that they would find and find somebody sleeping. Or somebody would come in, that's their place that they shower because they have a gym membership. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god really yeah dude you get homeless people that that's pretty smart actually, i know for a, 
You if, could pay for the VIP one for 70 bucks a month and have a place to sleep, a place to shower, a place to shit. Wow. <clears throat> if always think about, like, when I see a homeless person on the side of the road and they have, like, a nice setup, I'd be like, I'd have a nice setup like that guy. <laughs> if it all goes bad, I already know the spot I would get. Oh, no. I know the spot I'd get. We'll, we will all be living, like, in 13 people and in a place. We'll move to the back home. <laughs> Yeah, if it, could, if yeah. it gets that bad, yeah. You yeah. know where I'd go, though? Where? Okay, so right here off of, what street is this, Riverside? Yeah. Right off of, when you turn right on to 134 on Riverside, and you go around that little curve and go up onto yeah. the highway, there's a little spot in the corner. It's like surrounded by trees, mm-hmm. so it's pretty cool right there. <laughs> you wouldn't go by the beach? Nah, I'd go right there, man. Okay. I'd go right there. I'd be at the beach. It would be so peaceful right there. It'd be so peaceful. It'd be nice. Can it's you like a have you alcove. ever slept outside, like in a sleeping bag tent? No. <laughs> That's another thing we got to put on our future list because Chris won't. He's like, "There's no way you could ever get me to do that again." You can't sleep. My sister either, and I'm like, "I think I still could." I don't know. Sleep outside. I might. I might just stick with Chris. We go get a hotel room and let yeah. you sorry sleep. Outside, <laughs> dig my holes. Yeah, come on, Chris. <laughs> let's go. Let's let's blow this popsicle stand. Anyways, I loved that gym. It's about sixty-five thousand square feet. Mm-hmm. I saw four people die there. Two I was people about in to the say, pool. I saw a few, a few dead bodies. Huh? Yeah, I saw a guy that would come up to the front doors and he would take his pants down, and just masturbate outside. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was a shooting at the Bank of America downstairs one time, and we had to go on lockdown. Didn't uh. Uh, you told me a story, I don't know if that was at the 24, where uh, Chris was training that lady and she would bust a nut Oh God! when she'd be leg pressing. Leg pressing, right? Yeah. Isn't that Let, crazy? No, calf raises on the leg press. The vagina is incredible. I don't know if it was that one or at the Burbank one, but I did love that gym. And I had great mem- I have great memories, great experiences from that place. I met some of the most fun, friendly people. That's where I met Chris Pratt. That's where I met Charlie Hunnam and... All those people when they were on TV living in Hollywood. So, peace, RIP, Hollywood 24. We'll miss you. Yeah. That's Closing down. Event. I was kind of surprised uh, that they hadn't closed already. Me too. I guess I, I assumed. Me too. That was one that I would think they're trying to keep all their newer models open. Mm-hmm. And I've heard from club managers at 24 Hour Fitness that they're mainly um, celebrated janitors right now. They're just reminding people, put the fa- the yeah. ones that are open, put yeah. that on, and sanitizing and cleaning constantly. Yeah. That's their job. Do y'all have any, like, connections to the gym still? Like, people there that you know? I think, oh, yes. Yeah, we do. Yeah, y'all need to hit them up, man. It's a lot of people out of a gym now. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they had a few hundred, few hundred members, probably. Oh, at that location? Yeah. There was Maybe tens thousands? of thousands. Tens of thousands? Yeah. No kidding. That was one where you could, like, when people initially signed up, and remember, there's Costco memberships that were, like, 15 bucks for a year or 40 bucks for a year mm. for a super sport. Yeah, see if I y'all want to hit any of them up. See if y'all can get that client, that, that member list, man. All right. Get that email list. Deal. We got to come up, man. We do. We got to come up. Let's go. And again, I told y'all in the beginning, I still feel this way. So long as we survive this whole thing, we're going to be in a position to be very successful afterwards. Agreed. We, as a business, just need to survive it. Come on. If we're just one of the last five gyms standing, 
in all of Los Angeles, that's going to be a pretty great position to be in. God well, bless all the other gym owners and trainers out there. I'm not saying I'm, I'm you know, no, it's I not feel a, for y'all. Yeah. It sucks. I almost was in that position myself. If mm. I would have. It came down to y'all and Equinox. I remember. And I chose y'all. Idiot. <laughs> Idiot. We worked for Equinox. Dumb motherfucker. You wouldn't have liked it. I, don't. Uh, no. I think you would have been miserable. That's why I chose y'all is because <laughs> it's a different I, I interviewed with uh, I interviewed with two and visited three. So I went to the one in Glendale off of 134. And then I went to the one in Encino, mm-hmm. which they was I. That was the one I liked the most because they weren't the fanciest. Yeah. Then I went I interviewed at the one in uh, Century City. I like that the, one too. The high dollar expensive. You yeah. Know, this is where the rich people work out. I never had great workouts there. I hated it. Mm-hmm. I hated every inch of the place. It's not I, my vibe. I, I hated their Kiehl's bath products. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was the best shower I had. Though. Best shower? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Workout. I was like, yo, y'all spent money on Kiehl's lotion for the restrooms and y'all have the most basic ass equipment for the actual workouts that... They didn't even have any like good specialty stuff. No glute ham raise, no specialty bars. No. They don't even have a specialty bar. Machine raises. They didn't have great squat rigs either. I no, remember. They do not. There was one. I remember in the Glendale location, that one was brand new. Mm-hmm. There was one squat rack. Mm-hmm. And that's that was a huge location. I worked out at the one <clears throat> in Glendale and their lifting space was about as big as like their free weightlifting. Right. I can see it. With I'm the with cables and the, yeah. machi- and the machines and the squat racks and all that stuff. All the yeah. lifting stuff. It was like our open floor. It was like gym. our open floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have a pretty small uh, pretty small space. Yeah. So I found that, you know, pretty disgusting. Hysterical. Yeah. Their the cardio Pilates spaces room, are always huge. The Pilates too. room was as big. Yeah. <laughs> One day... Let's put this on the docket for next week for me to talk about Pilates. Oh, that's a good one. Pilates <laughs> has gotten, has flown under my radar for yeah. slander. Yeah. And I need to slander them. I can't wait. In much the way I've slandered, you know, <laughs> yoga. And I love yoga. I do it every Sunday. And, you know, I got smoke for everybody. Do it every Sunday. But yeah, that's, uh, that sucks. God bless them. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. All right. Your turn. My turn. I'm on some science. <laughs> Something funny. Did you ever watch Bill Nye? Yes. Bill Nye the science guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't a scientist at all, I found out later. He's an actor, right? I think he's an engineer. He was oh, okay. uh, well-educated, but he wasn't a scientist. No. That's funny. Yeah. Shout out to Bill Nye. Yeah. I'm tired of science guy. Yeah. How about that? How about it? Yeah. Okay. Effects of squat depth on muscle growth. Mm-hmm. Squats are one of the most popular lower body exercises for strength and hypertrophy. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, previous research has demonstrated that squatting with different depths results in varying muscle activation and subsequent growth of the quads and glutes. So this study compared the effect of squatting with full depth, which the study defined as 140 degrees of knee flexion, okay, or half depth, which they defined as 90 degrees of knee flexion. I love that. So... I like also that, like, I know 90, but I forget to base it on the knee flexion. Right, right. So most people 
when you hear 90 degrees, that doesn't mean parallel necessarily, yes, yes. right? It just that. means that your knee is at a 90 degree angle, which is going to vary from person to person. Yeah, how large your ass is is going to make it look different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How big your ass is, how much knee travel you have during your squat, right? Uh, so anyway, 17 untrained subjects were randomly assigned to the full or half squat group mm-hmm. and squatted two times per week for 10 weeks. Subjects performed three sets each session at 80 to 90% of their one rep max. Mm -hmm. Training load was progressed by five kilograms once subjects could perform three sets of eight. So these researchers used the same rep set protocol that we do. That Tyler, yeah, I know you wanted to take that. I said we, but Tyler won. I'll I'll share the credit that we do. But yes, that's how you should treat your progress at home is, you know, once you're able to complete, just decide. Essentially, just the side on a on an amount of yeah, reps. Yeah, twelve, twelve, and then I'm eight, move. six, mm-hmm. three, whatever it might be, depending on the move. And then once I hit that number, then I'm moving up. All right. The researchers found that the full squat group experienced significantly greater increases in muscle volume of the glutes and adductors compared to the half squat group. Additionally, neither group saw significant changes in rectus femoris or hamstring muscle volume. Okay. So, the rectus right. femoris is one of the heads of the quadricep. <clears throat> it's the one that goes all the way... The teardrop. No, that's the, not the teardrop, That's the vastus... Lateralis. Uh, no. No. Medialis. Damn it. Medialis. So, medi- medial means middle. Okay. Lateral means outside. So, yeah. the outside of the quad. I said vastus... The teardrop is the vastus lateral- lateralis. Lateralis. That's not the teardrop. This is. The really? I thought this was the teardrop. No. Okay, go ahead. Oh, right there. Got it. God, Lord have mercy. Didn't you used to compete? <laughs> they didn't talk about... You thought that they would be saying, you need to work on your vastus lateralis? You should know this. Okay, keep going. All right. Anyway, not the rectus, rectus not femoris, rectus growth. Right, rectus femoris and not the hamstrings hamstring. did not grow well. So On either group. On either group. Either half or full squat group. Got it. So Fucking in lock right now. You've heard me talk about... I'm not going to go too far into this, but length tension relationship. Yes. So you've seen me doing standing leg extensions as well. Yes. That is specifically to train my rectus femoris because when the hips flex, like when you squat and you flex at the hips and you start to decline or descend, the rectus femoris can't properly extend your knee because it's already flexing at the hip. Okay. And so it's not very well activated by any lower body pushing move. It's already taken over a part of the movement. It can't do this right. portion. Okay. Right. So that made sense when I saw that the rectus femoris didn't have much growth. If you want to specifically target your rectus femoris, you need a leg extension move while your hips are already extended. I can't extended. believe my brain hurts so bad. Yeah. I can't believe what I've... It's pretty, I can't it's pretty believe simple how... shit. I talk with you now, though. I'm proud of you. You've come a long way. Did you? I can put it all together. I have to. My eyes have to be real hard, though. Your eye twitched a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Through, but you're good. And you're like, yeah, it made sense. You're such a nerd. <laughs> when I heard that, it made sense to me. <laughs> Don't course. make fun of my accent. Of course. I'm sensitive about my accent. Okay. Keep going. The hamstrings also didn't grow. A lot of people view the squat. As an overall leg exercise. That's not quad dominant. It's very quad dominant. The hamstrings only act as support during Mm -hmm. a squat. They just keep your knee from exploding. Got it. Essentially. Oh, God, Jesus. 
but they don't do much. So again, if you want to train your hamstrings as well, you need either a hinging movement where there's no knee bend for the same reason that the rectus femoris isn't very active in a squat. The same thing with the hamstring. Mm -hmm. So if you want to primarily recruit the hamstrings, you need uh, hip flexion while the knees are extended. So a stiff leg deadlift, good morning, or you need knee flexion. Hamstring like extreme. Yeah, yeah there you go. so good. There you go. <laughs> Fucking smart, man. Look at you. Look at you. All right. So uh, additionally, the study provided more evidence that the squat is not a great exercise for hamstring hypertrophy. <clears throat> While the other hip extensor muscles, the glutes and adductors, have experienced significant growth from squatting, the same has not been supported in multiple lines of research on the hammies. Damn. Therefore, full range of motion squats seem to be your best bet to maximize hypertrophy of the glutes and adductors. Keep in mind, again, the quads in this in this uh, study saw roughly the same amount of growth between the half and the full squat. The biggest difference was adductor growth. Right. Adductor okay. and glute. Adductor and glute. I'm learning. Good job. Good job. This. I'm proud. Is, this is going to benefit me. I feel it yes. when I'm training and coaching. And also... Last note on this, again, we define the half squat as 90 degree range of motion. So that's not what a lot of people think of when they hear half squat. Yeah. In comparison, this half squat next to, uh, let's say, you know, the squats I always complain about LeBron James doing with his trainer. Yeah, like those a third were, range of motion. Those down. are more like a third squat or a quarter squat. Even. Yeah. Half These squat. Are, 90 degrees yeah. knee flexion. Yeah. This is still a pretty low squat. Absolutely. Still That's what I do for my squat. PR. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. God. That's it. I feel like we're done. <laughs> Did you expend all your energy on, on that? I just, I am, I feel so grateful. Like I've, of everything that I've learned over the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. I do. I'm so grateful that I want to learn it too. Like I retain everything you've probably ever taught me. And I speak differently. I can filter through bullshit so much more quickly because yeah. our industry is surrounded by it. Yes. Um, every time somebody becomes a new trainer, I'm the most judgmental person in the world because yeah. I think of myself as a new trainer. And I'm like, get your head out of your ass. Ugh. Yeah. Love it. I love all of it. Yeah. Good job. I'm proud. Good job to you, Ty. Oh, and also that was from Stronger by Science. I like that uh, my, website. My favorite website for uh, strength and muscle research. I'm going to, uh, I need to link them. You do. We could put them, you know, in some of our uh, social media too. I need yeah. to do that. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Stronger by Science and Greg Knuckles. All right. Greg Knuckles. I was going to call Greg him Kronk. Kronk. What's Kronk? Kronk. From a Disney movie? That's from a Disney oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Kronk from uh, Emperor's uh, New Groove. Yeah, the llama. Llama face. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, main topic today that we're going to discuss. I got asked by a friend who wanted to know, hey, what's the best or now nowadays, what's the best form of measuring your overall health? Is there a tool, a number that you can do it since BMI and weight seem to be archaic or outdated mm -hmm. and i was just going to talk to you about that because they were like uh circumference measurement waist to hip ratio and i'm just the body fat aspects that are out there lean muscle mass are there there's also if you want to go into depths go to an actual do an actual physical mm -hmm. to find stuff get your blood work done but what you got 
So uh, your most accurate measure of your health is going to be, like you say, a blood work, just to see. Because uh, there's stuff that you're Full just... panel. Yeah, yeah. Hormones, vitamin and mineral uh, deficiencies. Thyroid. All the stuff. Yeah. That's the best thing you could do. I suggest everybody get blood work done from time to time just to be sure. There's so, lots of places to get it done if you don't have insurance as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so, but on the in the weight BMI body fat context, of those body fat percentage is absolutely the best. And that's what we of, utilize the most of. Right. We're not drawing blood. Right. Right. Body fat percentage. Your body fat percentage. Uh, directly correlates to your susceptibility for heart disease, stroke, um, uh, cancer, diabetes, uh, all the stuff. Throw it down. Pretty much all the stuff that you can develop, uh, body fat percentage will dictate. So BMI doesn't really work. It's uh, weight over height, weight Mm -hmm. divided by height. The problem with that is somebody... Somebody like me could be considered overweight, um, like 165 at five foot five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yes! Finally! <laughs> Finally! Yes, no more of that Tom Cruise bullshit where you're like 5'9". Tyler, I you are a 5'9". I never said I was 5'9". Five five motherfucker. You get it. I am 5'6". It grew. He grew That's an what inch. It says on my driver's license. It does. <laughs> Lie. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm five six. Oh, Mine yeah. also says 110 pounds. But... <laughs> All right. Um. So yeah, the the weight over height thing doesn't really work if you are muscular to to any degree, really, because of course your muscle, your denser bones, your denser joints are all going to go onto the scale mm-hmm. and it's that's going to reflect of course mm-hmm. so that's why weight is not really a good measurement of your health and therefore BMI is not really a good measurement of your health love it body fat percentage certainly is yes it just it just is you should be i know and again this is not fat shaming i don't want anybody to be ashamed for being overweight or obese i i firmly disagree with it it's unhelpful to anybody it's an overcorrection as well which is what we tend to do i, f- I think that's what's happened yeah is uh Man, now I'm impressed with myself today <laughs> yeah it, i agree it's an overcorrection to i don't think anybody should be mean to somebody because they're overweight but i would be being dishonest if i said that body fat percentage is not Again, to a significant degree, not totally, but to a significant degree will dictate your long-term health. Did you know if you go to your annual physical, you can request not to weigh in and for uh, a body fat measurement? Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know they took body fat. I They have the proper scales and the tools um, mm-hmm. in the state of California. I looked that up in an article the other day when she mm-hmm. was asking me this. I was looking it up. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you can say, yeah, I'm not going to weigh in today. Mm-hmm. I always hated weighing in at the doctor. Yeah. Again, it's it's a pretty archaic measure. I love knowing that, though. You know. I forget everything that your body fat is correlated with in studies for health issues as well. Yeah. And it there is... A mountain of research on body fat and health Mm -hmm. and it's clear across the board that higher body fat percentages and again it's not like 
uh, if you're sitting at 19% body fat, hypothetically, and you cross to 20%, that doesn't mean that your chances of developing cancer are going to triple. It's not, yeah, it's not in that, that category that you're set in. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. not, it's not that simple. So the best way to look at it, I think is the higher your body fat percentage goes, the more susceptible you are to developing said diseases. Um, and there are also people out there who are a quote unquote healthy body fat percentage who uh, smoke cigarettes and who are not active at all and under extreme high stress, extremely high stress and are therefore susceptible to because I feel like the response to this is always, well, they've got unhealthy, skinny people. Yes, that is true. Uh, if that same person, though, if they were lifestyles, if, if that same person with all the same stuff, same genetics, same lifestyle if they when they become overweight because that's usually how that goes Mm -hmm. right you're able to get away with certain things because you're 24 once you're 34 (laughs) not so much yeah i'm sorry sorry you're doing your thing out here you're holding up everything hurts yeah i'm getting to that point myself yes you are uh what was my point what was I saying, Cricket? You were comparing like uh, somebody who's 24 and has all those issues uh, versus yes. somebody who's 34. Yes, those people can get away with certain things at a certain age or because of their genetics, age and genetics. But an unhealthy lifestyle will catch up mm. eventually. It, it just it just does. It has no choice but to catch up. Yeah. So, again, I don't want nobody to feel bad about themselves. Please do not. That will not help you or anybody else. But... Your body fat percentage will will dictate your health going forward in your life. Dude, we all have, like, make choices and are dealt certain cards. Like, I'm aware that my 10 years of smoking cigarettes is not the best choices that I've ever not made. Choice, I've yeah. never been overweight or had body fat. I also live in a very high-stress environment. Um, there's all ebbs and flows. You're trying to balance what you can mm-hmm. and do the best that you can with mm-hmm. your health. These idiots... I'm just kidding. I just walk around saying that here in Los Angeles. These idiots. I'm surrounded. I'm surrounded. All right. I have a new thing for you. So remember when we got um, advertisements of Tracy Anderson from her stuff that she was just releasing, her online workouts? And we were like, okay, what is that? I want to read this advertisement to you. And Tracy Anderson makes a significantly amount more money than we do. She's yes. a successful businesswoman, yes. um, fitness advocate. I'm not knocking what she stands for. What I want to do is read this to you and uh, just read it, okay? All right, I'm going to just listen. Tracy intentionally does not speak during your workouts in our online studio. It's strategic and based on the results of her studies on the body that are supported by science. Being engaged in conscious movements and following Tracy to music, uninterrupted, will open your neuropathways and create new brain maps while you create balance in your muscular structure. <laughs> Man. I said, this is a bunch of... It's like reading a real estate uh, advertisement, you know, where you're like, oh man, plumbing's out. Um, home comes with quirky features, you know, like. Dude, I'm sure she's a kind person, but. You don't listen. have to give me your disclaimer. It's the writing that I'm making fun of. Yeah. 
Is there, was that the whole thing? Yeah. Well, they give it a try and navigate your own body. And if you need verbal instruction, trainer breakdown sessions are available for extra support. So in order for her to be able to <clears throat> say it creates, how did she put it? New neuropathways in New the brain? New neuropathways, yeah. She would have to train people using this technique and then also have their brains mapped as she was training them. Ooh, I like, see, this is why I wanted to say it to you, because I wanted to know. This is my myth bust for the, the day, by the way. Right. You you cannot say, <laughs> you cannot say, uh, uh, we've done uh, the research or the science says, and then go, my technique causes this without having tested it. Ooh, okay. And you also haven't tested it in, this is why academic research is king when it comes to all this kind of stuff. Yes. It is... See, this idea that she has in this post went through her and her marketing team and Mm -hmm. then landed on Instagram. Before one of those abstracts gets onto PubMed, it has been, it has been, it has been uh, forged in fire, is what I like to say. Research is an idea that somebody had that has been forged in fire. Mm -hmm. The amount of rounds it has to go through before the paper can get in front of people. Not only does this person have uh, usually a, a, a mentor guiding them through how to conduct the study, but then you've got an institutional review board. An institutional review board, it is their job to pick apart studies. Unreal. This won't work. You can't do this. Uh, this will be harmful to human subjects, so you can't do it that way. Uh, the math doesn't work here. Then you have to have a statistics expert, essentially, look at the math on the study. And you have to weigh things like statistical significance and and all this kind of stuff. Before uh, a researcher can say the science says they have to go through hell. Before they can say the research says they have to go through hell. But Tyler, it's strategic and based on the results of her studies on the body that are supported by science. Right, no. No, I, I also, listen, I'd be open to if they were to post these actual studies. Mm-hmm. That's another thing that like people will say it's supported by science. Yeah, link it right here. Oh, they have a, they have a link? No, oh. that's what I would, I would be like. I know right. when I put stuff down, I'm going to put a link or an article or something. Yeah. An author. New neural pathways. How, how, do, how do you know? How do you know? Uninter- well, my biggest takeaway was like, you do a whole class. I'm taking a whole class to music and the coach, there's nothing being said. Right. And I was like, oh my God, I would, that, that's my nightmare. That's like my nightmare is when you guys have things of stage fright or Chris is like, I get on stage and I forgot all the lyrics is mm. one of his nightmares. Mm. I'm like, this is mine where I'm opening up into a class and I'm forgetting heart rates or people's names. I couldn't even imagine Going in and just being so confident with my own movement and body to be like, uh, I guess that you're is just gonna watch me. I guess that is next level confidence. I guess you'd have to be quite confident to just not say anything. In a, Meditational? I don't know what it is. In a group led class, yeah. And then I would, I don't know. If I was a consumer on the other side of this advertisement, I probably would go, well, then I don't think I'd need you. Mm. If you're not going to say anything to Yeah, me. where the verbal cues, the instruction, what should I be feeling? Right. I, I get to some degree, I told you a story about Kobe not letting that I parent, love that story. Um, 
Kobe Bryant told a story in an interview where he was coaching <clears throat> his daughter's team and they were running suicides. And one of the parents said to his daughter, you got it, honey. Come on. You can do it. Keep on going. That kind of encouragement stuff. And uh, Kobe told him, you know, to uh-uh, cut it up. up. And he asked why and or like what gives. Yeah. And Kobe told him she's having an inner dialogue with herself. She's considering giving up. If you show up mm. and and, you know, push her along, then you're not going to let her figure out how to have that internal dialogue for herself mm. and draw motivation from within because when nobody else is around and we've all been there and this is my theory behind uh like the 30 year old crisis that people have is there's stuff that everybody listening to this everybody around the world there's stuff that you know you should be doing Mm -hmm. or know you need to do i've got stuff i know i need to do i watched three rap battles yesterday so i had time to do something else productive. I'm aware of that. I chose to entertain myself instead of, and then you turn 30 and go, oh my God, there's all this stuff I didn't do and freak out because you haven't had that inner dialogue. Anyway, that's not what uh, Tracy Anderson is talking about. That's totally different. uh, I'm sure she's a nice lady. I love uh, knowing how you picked it apart because now I know more about studies and research yeah and that helps you all to filter your decision making better as well i think uh, an understanding of the way research happens helps a lot. yes oh it my god decipher helps you separate the wheat from the chaff what did you tell me there's something that you say proven something about proven nothing's pro uh yeah or study science what research doesn't prove things yeah okay. there's there's no proof in research because once you arrive at the point of proof, now it's a fact. Whatever okay. this idea was, it's now a fact. Once something is a fact, we don't need to research it further. Got so it. scientists and researchers don't use the term proof. So in that case, it is not proven that squats below parallel with the knee flexion mm-hmm. um, don't build hamstring strength there's just studies yes there are focusing on the studies right so what you would say would be the research suggests i know i hear you say that the research suggests or the research says or points um, to points to yeah strongly suggests i'm gonna be a nerd i'm gonna be a nerd proven no we don't deal in proof over here that's right proof is easier also and i think that's an interesting like mental trick that researchers have to play with themselves. They're looking at the evidence. They know the math. They know the evidence better than anybody else on yeah. their topic. But they go, well, the study just suggests it doesn't, you know, because again, also, once you arrive at proof, then you don't need to study it anymore. Yeah. Right. If we said the hamstrings are proven to not activate well during a squat, then no other studies happen. No other studies need to occur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we need to keep studying. We have to keep studying. We have to keep advancing. I love this. Yeah. Great talk, Ty. All right. Yeah, we're jocks at heart. Bench warmers in reality. See you next week. <laughs>